You're absolutely right that um, in November we have a really crucial uh, summit ahead of us. Uh, so basically the UK, um, with our partners Italy, will bring 197 parties together for 12 days of talks um, on how we take forward our action um, on climate change. Um, and it's, it's a crucial meeting um, because the science tells us that um, uh, if we don't act uh, now in terms of tackling climate change, um, the effects um, of rising temperatures will become more frequent and more uh, brutal. Last year was the, the hottest year on record, and the last decade has been the hottest decade um, on record. Um, and, um, you know, one of the effects of, on nature that we've seen in the past 30 years, for example, is the world losing half of its coral reefs. So if we're to avoid... Um, uh, you know, a damaging impact on people and on nature, um, we do have to act um, in November. Now, you asked, um, how is progress going? Um, and um, we've been working really hard, actually, to make sure that, um, you know, uh, no momentum is lost in terms of action on climate change. Of course, um, um, the UK, uh, like, um, like Africa, has been dealing with a COVID crisis and that has impacted on us all. But we've been working hard nonetheless to make sure that progress um, is achieved. Um, so, for example, we had a climate uh, ambition summit in December last year sure. um, where 75 countries um, agreed to um, move to net zero. Um, uh, we've seen since then all G7 countries, uh, that's almost half of the world's um, output, agreeing to deep cuts in their emissions. And there's also been steps being taken by emerging economies as well. So um, we are making progress. There is still more to do, and it is a critically important summit. Has any decision been made yet in terms of whether the summit will be held virtually or as an in-person event? Yeah, so we want it to be an in-person event, and so that is our plan. And we are working hard to deliver that um, safe, successful in-person event. And the reason for that is because, you know, the issues that we're discussing, uh, the negotiations that we're having, they'll be better conducted um, in person. Um, um, And so, you know, we're working hard for that to happen um, in Glasgow. Of course, um, you know, we can supplement what happens in person in Glasgow um, with using technology to make the summit as inclusive as possible. Um, your, your listeners may, may be interested to know that we've already had a few um, international meetings already this year in person. So we had um, the G7 uh, foreign minister meeting a few months ago in person. And if you like, these are practice runs um, for having COP itself um, in person, hopefully this year, uh, later this year. Now, you have also launched the Climate Finance Accelerator Program in South Africa, focusing on the just transition to a low carbon economy. Talk to us a little bit about this program. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so we recognize that, um, you know, uh, moving to... Um, a low carbon future. It is a big opportunity and, and, you know, it will drive economic growth in the future. But it is also a challenge because um, um, it, it means a transition from, uh, you know, to low carbon 
um, industries, you know, from 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 carbon intensive industries like like coal, for example. And so um, the climate finance accelerator is just one way in which we're trying to support um, that transition. And this program essentially is um, about the UK working with South Africa and actually seven other um, countries to support them to get finance for low carbon um, projects so that um, uh, there's not just support coming from um, governments, but also um, that they are increasingly unlocking um, um, finance from the market. So so the program provides assistance uh, to South Africa to identify um, um, financing for low carbon projects to help South Africa achieve its own you know, national targets um, for reducing carbon emissions. And it's just one of the ways in which we are seeking to work with South Africa. In fact, we have over the last five years provided um, £200 million worth of assistance through multilateral funding um, to South Africa. And then we also provide assistance through our bilateral PACT program as well. And it's all about helping with that just transition um, so that and no one is left behind in this transition to a low-carbon future. All over the planet, young people are leading the charge against climate change, whether that is through advocating climate action or developing climate solutions. Is it also your view that um, the upcoming summit will fail without more young people's voices? So I definitely think that young uh, people's voices are uh, massively important. Um, on this issue, and you're absolutely right that um, I've, I, you know we've seen in numerous areas um, where uh, you know young people being vocal about the challenges and demanding action uh, from their governments. And I'm sure there will be um, a very prominent voice uh, for young people um, at COP26 um, as well. So it's definitely a part of you know ensuring an inclusive approach um, to tackling this pro- problem and and also making sure that we leave a planet uh, that is fit for the future and fit for the young people who will um, uh, inhabit it.